The big question is, what are the top entrepreneurs doing to get more sales, dominate their category, and how can you get the same results without chasing likes and comments? It's time to flip the script. This is the Virtually Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Louise Corbell. Please subscribe. Let's get started. So today I'm welcoming a guest and his name is David Constein and he is a video creator in his previous job and also his new position. I found Dave on TikTok, not on Instagram, though he has a huge following on, on both platforms. I want to talk to Dave about how he has created this massive amount of following to 100,000 people following him on Instagram in two months. And so last week when we talked to Austin, he was talking about the different types of viral video. And I love that Dave has just focused on one type. I'm going to welcome you to the show first, introduce yourself and give us a little bit of a background on who, who you are. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you taking time to talk to me. So my name is Dave Constein, and I have been in the advertising industry for 30 years. It's been a incredible experience um, working in advertising. I've done everything from working on national ad campaigns to being a cinematographer to a director of photography to a national film director to owning my own ad agency. So after 30 years um, in the ad agency business, um, what I started to do is to look to social media, right? Because as a person who owned an ad agency and actually worked on national ad campaigns, I saw a trend with all of these new streaming apps coming out and all these streaming platforms that, and even my kids, right? My kids are on YouTube all the time. They're not watching TV. And Gary Vaynerchuk had said this a long time ago that we were going to get away from national television spots and advertisers were going to start putting their money into social media. So I started a couple months ago, I think it was August, in looking what was starting to trend in social media when it came to both TikTok and Instagram. And, you know, everyone said that TikTok was a younger person's game. But in looking what was happening on TikTok, I'm a 52-year-old man, right? And I figured out that there is a lot of older adults that are actually doing really well um, when it comes to, you know, content creation and being an influencer on that platform. So I did uh, my due diligence and studied TikTok for a while and studied Instagram and was looking at the different trends. And what I found is that there was a discrepancy between these giant influencers and giant content creators that were producing these amazing videos and this great content. And then you have up and coming um, content creators and influencers that may want to get into social media as an industry and as a career, but they have no idea how to do it, right? So on both TikTok and Instagram, you can do a thing called, on TikTok, it's called duets. On Instagram, it's called remixes. And a lot of the duets and remixes that you see are going to be either reactionary videos or people that are doing 
the same kind of dance or, you know, it's always like some kind of like comedy or something that's going on. I decided that there was room on both TikTok and Instagram for a conversation to start a community and to actually help younger influencers and content creators on breaking down videos that were going viral and trending and show them step-by-step how to recreate these videos, right? And not only recreate the videos, but how to put their own spin on it. Because that's that's the whole thing. It, it's an education. And when you are educating someone, they have to learn and they have to start somewhere. So I actually tell people that they should actually replicate what they see, what I break down, and then go out and try something different. And it starts the process for them. And so over the course of doing this on both TikTok and Instagram, I started my TikTok account back in August with zero followers, zero followers, and not having any of my friends or anything following because I didn't want them to know that me being a a 52-year-old dad was on TikTok. I was trying something totally different, right? This is a social experiment for me. So what I was able to do is to start doing these duets with these content creators and influencers. And when I mean content creators and influencers, I mean the creme de la creme, the, the, the top echelon of influencers. And then showing how they're doing their videos, what trends they're doing, how to actually break it down using my experience as a cinematographer and post-production person, just someone that's you know worked in the advertising in- industry for 30 years and show the younger generation that not only can they can do it too, but it's actually pretty darn easy, right? So I was able to take, say like a 30 second video of a influencer doing a trend when it comes to video production or photography. And within that 30 seconds, I talk, you know, right next to them in a duet or a remix and break it down And then what I do is that in my description, I write a nice nice long description step-by-step breaking it down also. And so by writing the long description in search engine optimization so that they have to actually go ahead and read through the description while the video is playing, that it just helps the algorithm. So now what I'm doing is that I am doing an educational video, which both TikTok and Instagram really love. I am doing it natively on their platforms. I'm using their tools and I'm writing longer SEOs so that I'm able to keep people on the videos longer, right? So let me ask you a question. When yeah. you say when you say native to the platform, yep. when you're recording are you recording inside of TikTok and inside of uh, Instagram at the same time? I do each. And sometimes to actually speed up the process, what I will do is I will do it in either platform and then I will repost on um, the other platform. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a way that you can do that because Instagram hates it and their algorithm hates it when they see that little TikTok Yes. Um, logo pop up. Yes. So you can use the so, so there's software out there that you can use. I mean that you just copy and paste your link into the software 
and it spits out your video without the watermark, right? Right. right. What What is that software? Don't leave them hanging. <laughs> so it is called, for Instagram, it's called igram.io, I-G-R-A-M.io. Okay. And then I have to actually look for TikTok. The link that you use to copy your TikTok link so that you can get it without the hashtag is it, it's sstik.io. And then it's just a copy and paste and then it spits out. They don't make it easy. <laughs> <laughs> and there we go. And so yeah. that's good because you, obviously for a lot of the, the people who are in my audience, um, right. It, I have two podcasts and I normally use the both um, because I can't seem to get people off micro marketing podcasting. So I just, I post on both. And one of the things that they are in that X gen category. Which so, is exactly what I am too. Exactly. And they have many things going, but they also know that they have to make content and social media content, but they do make it. And I've seen a lot of the people in my circle go to um, Hello Audio, which is basically this like a podcast mm-hmm. and that format because they don't want to be on video. And right. and I think that's the hurdle that my audience is going through is how can they get out or around that? And one of the things that I've been doing, uh, I actually created a whole planner uh, for a year so that, and I had it printed up because it has all my hooks. It has the categories, the, the video types, everything. And then I just plot it for a whole week and then write it out exactly what I'm doing for that week. And then on a good day, when I feel like doing my hair and putting my makeup on, which is more than three quarters of my audience they don't want to do that. And so that's why it's so much easier to sit behind the podcast. And that's my, I've been doing a podcast for five years. And so yeah. this is exactly what my audience is going through. It's like, how do you get around that? And what would your suggestion be for them to start? What's the step that you would tell them to take? to move forward with doing these short form video content? Yeah, there's two ways to do it. And that's actually a great question because my 12 year old, obviously we're trying to make sure that he's safe on social media. And to be honest with you, I'm hiding his identity, but he wants to do Pokemon Instagram videos. And he wants to do it the same way that I do because it actually works when it comes to doing a remix or a duet. So. Instagram actually has a very wonderful tool, a captioning tool, and it is very robust. It does a great job and it just looks really high and it looks professional. I use it in in all my videos because that's one of the things that Instagram wants you to do and TikTok wants you to do it also is that you want to make sure that you have closed captioning for people that you know, that, that might be challenged when it comes to listening. So that's one of the, I call it the trifecta of visual content that you want to make sure that is on your remix or on your duet, right. Is going to have the open captioning or the closed captioning. So I use Instagram's opening captioning a lot. And if you have someone that doesn't want to be on video, 
it's actually very simple. You set up your remix the exact same way, but before you do it, put a piece of tape over the back of your camera so that it's just black. I'm telling you, this works for my son and it's something that we, that I created for him to help keep his identity safe being a 12 year old. So you just make sure that the, the screen's black, right? So you go ahead and you do your remix and then you go into your sticker and you hit captions, right? And it will build your captions and then over where you would normally be for your video, it's just black now, right? But you just move the captions, which look awesome, so that the captions cover that black square, right? And then you add your title, which is the other part of the trifactor for visual representation on Reels. And then you add a sticker at the bottom. Those are the three things. So you want your open captioning, you want a title, and you want some kind of sticker that represents what you're doing with the remix, right? So if I'm remixing a fashion photographer, I'll make sure that I have the open captioning. I have some kind of catchy call to action at the top or something that's going to reel someone in to watch the video. And then I'll use a sticker, usually an animated sticker of like a little camera or something, right? At the bottom. And that is seriously an easy way for someone who doesn't want to be on camera and it looks really nice it really does and you get great audio because the, the other way to do it is that instagram has a voiceover feature but it sounds a little muffled right so i think by doing the piece of tape and just covering the camera and then hitting the caption button and having the caption, you know, because you can drag and drop and resize the captioning and just bring it over so it covers the black box. It looks amazing. So my my son had done, did this on Instagram, never had an Instagram account in his life. And on his first post that we did this, I think within 12 hours, he had over 2000 views. Yeah. Um, you know, being a 12 year old, he kind of goes back and forth between the two, but he does the same thing on uh, TikTok now also. And he has over a thousand followers on TikTok. But if you're a Gen Xer or someone that just doesn't want to be on camera, for whatever reason, it's a super easy way to do it. But you have to do it in Instagram and then bring it over to TikTok because TikTok's um, caption generator is horrible. And it's just like a little, I mean, it looks like closed captioning that you see like on a television, right? Where Instagram's captioning is really robust and it's blocky and it's cool and it looks like it's, it's sexy. And I actually get a lot of comments on yeah. TikTok. Where do you do your captioning? And I'm like, oh, I do it in Instagram, then bring it over. That is and great. A lot of people, and a lot of people don't get that. And, and, and for me being a Gen Xer also... And for being 30 years behind the camera, I don't like being on camera either. So it's something that I had to get used to. Um, and what I do, if people look at either one of my accounts, I actually generate my text over my face. So a lot of times it makes me more comfortable being on camera that people aren't focusing on me. They're focusing on whatever I'm explaining, right? So I actually just will cover my face with the captioning and it works really well. 
That's cool. That's a great, that's a great suggestion. And I think that uh, especially with most of my listeners on both of the channels, they tend to be coaches and that's what they do. They teach. And so this is a great opportunity for them to do basically what you do with video. So you can can seriously do this with any niche. And it's funny because I've had a lot of conversations with painters and with photographers on Instagram, and they were totally flabbergasted when Instagram announced that they were going from a photo platform to a video platform, because then you have all these still photographers that had been posting their images, and they're like, I'm a photographer. I don't have a crew. I work alone. So how do I do this? So Instagram a couple months ago actually came out. Not only can you do a remix with other people, right? But as a photographer, you can actually go into your post and you can now remix with your own images. So now I'm showing photographers on how to actually go in and set up a remix So now it's still the side-by-side. On one side, they'll have their image. And then they can talk about the process. They can talk about the location. They can talk about everything that they need to in a real format, which Instagram loves. They'll add background music, and they'll do the trifecta of adding a title. They'll do open captioning, and they'll add a sticker. And their engagement is going from, say, 40 to 50 likes on a post to thousands of likes and views on their reel. Cause and, now they're able to do that. Yeah. And they're, and they're probably getting more comments absolutely because, because they're talking to them instead of just showing them. And, so, you know, I, I started this as just an experiment, right? Because again, I wanted to give back to a community that I love that I've been in for a long time And I remember my generation, everybody wanted to be either a movie star or you wanted to be on television. Now the new generation is their TV and their film is YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all these different social media platforms. So for them to be able to want to do this, this is my way of giving back. This is the way that this Instagram influencer that gets a million views I'm breaking down exactly how to do it from step one, the last step, and then posting that. It's funny because for me, I get so many um, heartfelt thank yous, which are amazing from people that are just like, it's because of you that I'm able to pursue a actual interest in becoming an influencer or being a content creator. I have professional athletes that are coming up to me and saying, it's because of your techniques that I'm learning how to do this so that I can help my brand. And Mm -hmm. which is absolutely amazing. I have professional photographers that are national geographic photographers and world renowned photographers. They're saying, because of your content, I'm able to now do other things that I didn't think about before. which is great. It's fun for me. And I never knew that it was going to take off the way that it did because, you know, like I said, with TikTok, I started with zero followers in August. And I think now I have 32,000 and I'm about to get 
a million likes, which is crazy. And I never thought that it was going to work out that way. I was just experimenting and trying to give back to the community. And then on the Instagram side, I seriously started in August and now it is November and my audience as of today is 137,000 people. And my Instagram account grows a thousand people every two days. Just well, from you, posting these videos. Oh, and, but your content is, there's going to be obviously some content that you create that's going to be a little bit more spectacular than what, like you did say that you can actually do it in any niche, but at yeah. the same time, yours is video and video is very, it's captivating. Um, right. I was just going to say the niche that I am in, I am able to reach influencers, right? And so when I say that I cater to new influencers and new content creators, but because of what I post and what I do, I now have influencers with millions of people following, following them, following me for my tips and techniques, because I stumbled upon a niche that covers everything from nature photography, wildlife photography, fashion photography, um, portrait photography. So, and, and then video, right? So I do cinematography, any kind of visual art, I'm able to break down and decipher for people so that they can go out and create it themselves. That's awesome. I, I do love watching what you've done. I follow you on TikTok and I got to say that's my indulgence is TikTok because I really do have, I believe that it's the platform that is most prevalent right now with content creators because of the fact that they help creators create and then obviously show people. Whereas with Instagram, I find that they don't show, but you're actually doing a lot of content creation. Like you, you're creating a lot of content. If you're uploading three times a day, yeah, that's a lot. And I think that's overwhelming just to think about having to do all of that content. I'm probably one of those people. And I'm just like, okay, we just need to videotape. And I heard this girl who was doing 10 to 12 hour days of video. And I'm like, okay, I need to make videos. I got to block off the time to create videos. And, and I think right. that that's half of the battle is just first and foremost is understanding what kind of content you're going to do and then sitting down one day and do it all. And that's what I try to help with is to break down the technical aspect of the shoot, which is the hardest part, right? So that people can actually understand before going into it, what they're going to need to do to schedule their day to make their video or their content, right? I post three times a day, but I've been in advertising for 30 plus years. It seriously takes me 10 minutes per video <laughs> for me to make them. What I usually do is that I'll get up at 4.30 in the morning and I'll make two videos in the morning and then... I'll post one before I go to um, my main job. And then the other one will post in the middle of the day. And then when I get home from work, um, after I eat dinner, I'll post another one. And those are my three for the day. 
So are you using a specific software to upload the one, let's say in the middle of the day? Yes, actually I am. I use um, an app called Flick to schedule my, my Instagrams. So it's just uh, flick.tech and that allows me to schedule throughout the day. So, you know, when I'm at work, it'll just automatically post it. But I will say that Instagram is coming out with a new feature that you can actually schedule your reels to post on Instagram during the day. They're doing their own scheduler, which is amazing. I haven't found one for Instagram. I can actually do Planoly. Planoly actually allows me to do a reel for yep. Instagram, but I haven't figured out the platform for TikTok to post. Or- so what I'll do with TikTok is that once the video posts, you can actually set it up on your phone so that on Instagram, there's a little toggle button that, so it, it'll actually download the video to your phone also. So then the only thing it is, it's copy and paste. So I copy and paste my description and I go to TikTok and I'm able to upload it right from there to Instagram during the day. So that's the one time during the day on Instagram that you'll see the little Instagram logo because I don't have time to actually use the website software to actually take off the logo because obviously I'm at work posting, right? So I make sure that when I'm on my lunch break, I'm able to you know, quickly upload the video to TikTok. And with Instagram, it's not as prevalent as the TikTok logo, which kind of bounces all over the place. With Instagram, it's really seriously like right at the bottom. So a lot of people don't even see it, right? Awesome. I love what you're doing. And it gives my audience hope that they can actually do it too, because of the fact that you only started in August for your TikTok. And when did you start for Instagram? Same time? August also, same time. Yeah. And it's incredible how they have given you the the eyeballs on your Instagram because, and I think it's because you're posting so frequently, but I watched another person do a challenge for herself. She had 30, I think it was 30 posts, you know, every day she did at least one post. Right. I mean, now she's at 244,000 and she hasn't grown lately because she had a little break in there. And as soon as you break game over, she hasn't yeah, grown and, at all. Yeah. And that's, that's the, that's what I found out with my community also, especially on Instagram because of the way that I post and what I post, I have a fiercely um, devout following on Instagram. So they know um, if I don't post, I mean, and I'm not even talking about the algorithm. I'm talking about my community, right? I have a very devout following. So if I don't post, I hear it from them. They'll DM me. Yes, the algorithm. One of the main things that you need to do to keep that algorithm churning along and making sure that you're posting every day. It doesn't have to be the same time every day, but they want you to post every day. They want you to be consistent. If you look at every social media guru that talks about um, any kind of social strategy, The main thing is consistency. It isn't trending music. It isn't, you know, making sure that you're trying to do a viral trend. It's consistency. That's what builds the following. That's what the algorithm loves. 
Now, do you post on the weekends? And I'm assuming you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I I saw a big difference in the views when I took a break over the weekend. I was like, okay, but you've given me a lot of ideas and I'm sure you've given my audience amazing ideas as well because they're so creative. And I really appreciate you coming on to the show and talking with us. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. And I love the fact of how you're doing it. And I think that it's so simple. Anybody can do it. So it's just all about just being yourself and just having fun. And that's what I've been doing. That's the most important thing is to have fun doing it. Well, I appreciate you so much. And I think that the audience is going to enjoy everything that you gave them today, Dave. And thank you so much for joining us on the Virtually Famous Podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you.